Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Carol, I am so happy you're here, and I needed to tell you something. Did you know that this season of Beyond with Mike Hilton is being presented by Happy Buddha Hemp? Well, sweetie, it is. And don't worry, Carol, I'm going to tell you more about them soon. But for now, it's time for today's episode. And if you love the show, sweetie, you got to rate, you got to review, you got to subscribe and send to your spirit girls. Let's start the app, Tracy. The second you're at a weekend getaway thing with like friends and somebody says, do you want to die Coke? You're going to go, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was a flapper in a past life. He's a comedian in this life. He's got a podcast about it. Everything he loves. Magic, magic, psychics, psychics, mediums, astrology. I'm Mike Kelton, and you're listening to Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode, where I take you on the carbonated journey into my experience with hypnosis. That's right, hypnosis, the practice of holding up a necklace and swaying the cool ruby attached to it back and forth in front of a very sleepy person sitting in an old creaky chair until they fall asleep under your sneaky spell. Of course, I'm just kidding because that's ridiculous. But the thing is, Carol, I did used to think this before going on my own hypno journey, which is what today's episode is all about. But before I get ahead of myself, let me start by asking you a simple question. Have you ever had a pesky little habit that you just can't seem to get rid of? No matter how hard you try, you simply must bite every single nail or buy literally every candle at Home Goods. You can't help yourself. The pimple must be popped, Carol. If this is you, I want you to take a deep breath because you're not alone. Because I, Michael G. Kelton, have a dirty little secret. I've got a big problem with Diet Coke. That's right. I'm one of those people who drinks way too much Diet Coke. Like, (laughs) a lot of Diet Coke. I'm sure you have someone in your life or your friend group who literally is this person because we all know that one person. And if for some reason you're listening and think you don't, Google this. Diet Coke has entrapped a pretty significant percentage of Americans. But the thing is, for me, this is not new. I actually started drinking Diet Coke when I was like six or seven during weekend trips with my grandparents. I remember staying at their place and they would never have regular soda. So when it came time for lunch, I would join my grandmother Marie and cheers with a can of Diet Coke. After a few trips, I just genuinely liked the taste more and it became my soda of choice. Now this habit carried me into high school and college when a two liter of Diet Coke was literally my co-host for my one man show. 
As I got older, I would joke with friends that I needed it. And somehow, it became part of my personality. This habit stuck with me in my 20s, and finally now, in my mid-30s, it's starting to pose some real issues. For starters, during lockdown, I started drinking, wait for it, two liters a night. Yep, two liters a night. (laughs) So I was spending upwards of like $30 to $40 a week on Diet Coke. Not only that, but I recently went to the dentist and I racked up a $2,000 bill for a bunch of fillings because the dentist said, and I quote, your teeth are reacting to some kind of acid. Do you have acid reflux? I do not, but guess what Diet Coke is? Acid, sweetie. So there it is. That's the backstory for all of my fun, sassy content on my social where I joke about drinking Diet Coke. But, you know, behind the scenes, as you can tell, shit got real. And given my history, ever-growing consumption, and recent health issues, I did wonder if this wasn't just a pesky habit, but if I'm actually addicted to Diet Coke. So to get some clarity on this, I turn to the one person who never sugarcoats it for me or aspartames it, thank you, my fiancé, Andrew. Do you think I'm addicted? You're obsessed with it. But you also live your life in excess, so it's hard to tell what's an addiction or also just you living your regular life. Because I could also say you're addicted to shopping because like every week we get you get a new button-down shirt from Bonobos delivered to our apartment. For the record, it's not every week. But if we were sponsored by them, it would be. So Bonobos, if you're listening, please DM me. Andrew then went on to explain what my habit looked like for the two of us. And buckle up because it gets spicy. And we have sometimes sat down to watch something on TV only for you to then say, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me run to the bodega and get Diet Coke. That's true. That, that what you just said there, I will validate and say that makes me feel like I have an addiction. Because the fact that I can't really, I can't watch a Marvel movie. I can't watch anything with witches without a Diet Coke with ice and, and a lemon or lime. It's sick. It, like, it is, you, you drink, and the crazy thing is you don't drink it like it's a treat. You drink it like it's water. When you watch movies, your witch movies or your Marvel movies without me, because I don't want to participate in those, we have these gigantic cups and you fill them up. Do you process how much you're drinking? Do you go, oh my God, like that's too much? Or also at, at some point, do you think... Ow, my stomach hurts. I drank too much. It, it, it actually makes my stomach feel better. And I do stand by this. Diet Coke is the elixir of the gods. And I would go as far to say that I also think Diet Coke has helped enhance my psychic abilities, which are real. Okay, back to Andrew. It definitely impacts my life in a negative way in that you are constantly running out of Diet Coke and asking for me to get it for you. We'll be sitting down to watch TV or something, and you'll be like, oh, I just really wish I had Diet Coke. It really, it negatively impacts your life, my life in many, many ways, and it's very obnoxious. And it was during know. this conversation that I finally understood how my love affair with Diet Coke impacted the actual love of my life, Andrew. So always just like a lingering thing about how we need more Diet Coke and you have, oh, cause you go through two liters a day. Something we've already established, which I don't really like hearing too much. Okay, back to the show. I hope it never comes up again. That's too much. Wow. Okay, now the real feelings are coming out. Do you think your <laughs> life would improve if I was able to quit drinking Diet Coke? 
Um, possibly. Possibly. Good enough for me. So at this point in my Diet Coke journey, I felt like I had some clarity. And if I was able to kick this habit, my life and Andrew's would truly be better. But how was I going to do that? Well, interestingly enough, around this same time, I was chatting with my dad about an addiction of his own. I, I remember smoking at 14 or 15 because Ted smoked. And I remember taking a cigarette from him once in a while and smoking in the bathroom. I think I probably started buying cigarettes when I was in my early, mid-30s. You smoked, but it was very secretive. When I came home and you guys went to bed, I would smoke. And then eventually I started smoking in the car and, you know, going to work and coming home. And when I was alone. And whenever I thought about quitting, I, I would smoke more. It was like the... You know, like the devil played with you, you know, like, you're not going to quit. Get some floor now. <laughs> and for years, decades even, unbeknownst to me, he tried countless times to quit, but nothing worked. So my dad, a guy who is not the kind of person to turn to a spiritual solution, sought out, you guessed it, a hypnotist. And so I, I, I researched hypnotists. I found a woman in Scarsdale. I had several conversations with her. And she hypnotized me, and she, she somehow planted in my head that I'm not a smoker. So when I thought, I want a cigarette, well, I'm not a smoker. As opposed to, you know, I want a cigarette, and I am a smoker. That was the difference. I haven't had a cigarette in over four years. Until very, very recently, I would think, if I were told that I had a short time to live, I would... I would go buy a pack of cigarettes and smoke again. But it was just until very recently that I thought to myself, I had the same thought, and then I thought to myself, Ugh, I don't even think under those circumstances I would want to have a cigarette because it just kind of disgusts me. And this is something that I still to this day find insane, like bananas. The fact that hypnosis actually worked for David Kelton is sorry to say, but it's beyond. This is a man who has spent his entire life being a trial attorney, who has never lost a case, which means he's an expert at making other people see things his way. But some lady in Scarsdale hypnotized him and made him see things another way, allowing him to kick his almost lifelong addiction to something that's actually scientifically addictive. And that's nuts. So nuts, it made me wonder if Maybe I should get hypnotized to quit my Diet Coke addiction. If you really want to. You feel like you could just have one Diet Coke a day, or do you feel like if you had one, then you're going to have more? I do. That's how I feel. It is. If I have one Diet Coke, I have to have more. Mm. Like, I just had one Diet Pepsi here, and we're going out to dinner, and I'm like, I can't wait to get a Diet Pepsi or Diet Soda. Sorry, but I had to bleep the name of Diet P, that two-bit excuse for a diet soda, because Diet Coke is the only diet soda that I support, and honestly, I'm a bit mortified that I let it slip on this program. So please excuse me and know that I deeply, deeply regret it. Anyways, after chatting with my dad about how impactful hypnosis was for him, and after unpacking my real issues with Diet Coke, I decided that hypnosis was a solid choice. But before I went for it, I was curious if Andrew thought 
I could actually quit. Do you think that I can quit drinking Diet Coke? Yeah, I think you can quit. But, you know, I'm sure you're just going to talk about it nonstop. So I'm not looking forward to that. And I, I'm going to try, I'm going to look into hypnosis. What do you, what do you think you'll get out of hypnosis? I think I will, I will, I will be hypnotized. So my brain, as soon as I sit down to watch a Marvel or a witch movie mm-hmm. on that, I won't think I can't enjoy this without a Diet Coke. I'll think I'm going to enjoy the movie. Hmm. Got it. And you will stop having to get heavy bottles of two liters of Diet Coke. What a, what a dream. Why? And I, I mean, I'm concerned that the, you might get hypnotized, but it might not work. Have you thought about that? No. I didn't even consider the fact that it might not work. But what if Andrew was right? My dad turned to hypnosis as a last resort because nothing else worked for him. But what if nothing else worked for me, including hypnosis? I'd be doomed to drink two liters of Diet Coke every night for the rest of my life. I would become like those random people you see on the cover of National Enquirer. Mike Kelton, the man who drank two tons of Diet Coke and requested to serve it at his funeral. I can't be that man. That man justifies watching 10 hours of TLC a day because he still thinks it's the learning channel. I started spiraling, clearly, but eventually I regrouped and centered myself because I'm a spirit girl. I have mediums on my speed dial. I live with a haunted dresser and I've been to a past life regression therapist not once, not twice, not three times, but four times. So if there's one thing about me, it's that I love the spirit world and you know, I'm going to give it a try. And something that is true about, or that's supposed to be true about hypnosis is you have to really want it or else it won't work. You can't just be hypnotized and change your behavior. You have to want that thing. And then the hypnosis is kind of like puts you over the edge. But I think the, uh, the actually, reason I'm I don't getting... Think, I don't think you actually want to quit Diet Coke. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Why do you think that? Because you love it. It brings you so much joy and you are a you're always seeking joy and that's that's nice that's nice um so you're gonna you're gonna want to have fun the second you're at a weekend getaway thing with like friends and somebody says do you want to die coke you're gonna go you know what yeah (laughs) 100 you have you won't you don't want to say you know what no i don't drink diet coke anymore i'm gonna make myself a a, (laughs) you know a seltzer Wow. Glad to know the man I'm choosing to spend the rest of my life with has little to no confidence in me. That's my man. I've had many great loves in my life. Diet Coke, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Alphabet Belting compilations on YouTube. My real life partner, Andrew, who has stuck with me when I've gotten too obsessed with all of these things. And now, Happy Buddha Hemp Gummies, which is something that Andrew and I both love. When we have our nightly hangs, we cheers with our Happy Buddha Hemp full-spectrum CBD gummies. Seriously, we eat our din, pop a gum, and then queue up the latest episode of Selling Sunset. I may or may not be having a Diet Coke, keep listening to find out, and then sink into our couch until I inevitably record Andrew for my Insta story, which I know that you've seen, Carol. TBH, Andrew and I were not fans of CBD, but Happy Buddha Hemp products are different. They're super high quality, grown on organic hemp farms by real people we know and adore, I'm also obsessed with their topical products. Happy Buddha Hemp has some incredible sports cream. It's got menthol, it's got CBD, it's anti-inflammatory, it's immediate. 
So head over to happybuddahemp.com and use the code BEYOND for 30% off your entire order. Again, it's happybuddahemp.com with the code BEYOND for 30% off all season long, hun. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Both Andrew and my dad said that you have to really want it to be successfully hypnotized. And just to level set with you, I was a bit concerned that I was maybe doing this just like for the fun of it. And that made me wonder, did I actually want to quit something that brought me so much joy? But then I remembered the dentist, the bill from the dentist, the long walks to the bodega, and the anxious feeling of seeing only one half empty two liter in the fridge. It was then I knew exactly what I needed to do. So, as a raging millennial, I took to the gram to find a hypnotherapist. And don't you know it, my friend, past life regression therapist, Michelle Brock came through and she set me up with Shauna Cummins, a licensed hypnotherapist. So I booked a session in late July. And when the day finally came, I woke up that morning feeling like my entire life had led up to this moment. Sounds dramatic, but truly, it was a big moment for me. But before the session, I met Tracy at Shake Shack in Williamsburg for the last Diet Coke of my life. This is my last, this is my last Diet Coke ever. <laughs> so what we're doing is I have a podcast. Basically, I have like a Diet Coke addiction. I had to tell him I have zero boundaries. And, no, I have like two liters a day. It's bad. So I'm getting hypnotized in like 20 minutes and I'm going to try and quit drinking Diet Coke. So this is my last Diet Coke of my life. And before I knew it, I had had my last DC. It was cold, fizzy, refreshing, aspartame and glorious. It was the sweetest feeling my lips had ever known. It was maybe the last time I would ever feel that level of joy. Could this really be it? There was only one way to find out. So I made my way over and walked through those studio doors to meet Shauna Cummins, licensed hypnotherapist, and the woman tasked with getting me to let go of my first true love. And just so you have a visual, the space was very yoga studio meets greenhouse vibes. The particular room for the hypnotism was in the back and had a large massage table, two comfy chairs, some candles, incense, and a tapestry on the wall. And it was in that room, the room that I just overexplained, that Shauna told me about herself and the practice of hypnosis. In, in the simplest terms, hypnosis is a state of focused relaxation otherwise known as the trance state. So it's, you know, it has this kind of conception that you're out of it, that you're, that you're like sleepwalking mm -hmm. or something when it really, it's not true. It couldn't, couldn't, it's almost like furthest from the truth because you mm -hmm. actually have a, a heightened sense of awareness and focus. And what 
what hypnosis is, is using that state of trance for your benefit, because everybody's more suggestible in that state. Mm. And that's just a natural ability that we have. Wow. So and there's a spectrum of suggestibility. Some people are really suggestible. Supposedly 10% of the population are highly suggestible or susceptible. 10 people are highly resistant. And 80% of the population moderately suggestible. And I would say that I'm 100% sure that I'm in that 10%. And I might go further to say that I'm 110% sure that what I just said was 100% truth. And that's math. Okay, back to Shauna telling me about hypnosis. So I have like one of the things that I like to say is like when people are like, are you hypnotizing me right now? Or like, or... Um, I can't be hypnotized. So don't even try. Or are you going to make me click like a chicken? It's very common. And um, and I'll say like, well, I can, I can if you want me to, you know, because <laughs> that's the whole thing. If you want to cluck like a chicken, then that's what, then we'll do that, you know, because it's up to you. Holding back my instinct to cluck like a goddamn chicken, I went on to ask Shauna to break down where the practice derives from and what to expect. <laughs> So technically, you're going to you're going to experience a light kind of trance state, which might feel similar to meditation, mm-hmm. or scientifically speaking, like the alpha theta brainwave state. When we're talking, we're in the beta state, so we're more conscious. So our conscious mind is really active, and then when we go into the alpha, it starts to relax, mm-hmm. and then you know you get a little bit more daydreamy mm-hmm. and like kind of open. And then in the theta, it's it's almost like dreamlike, but there's a there's still consciousness there. Mm-hmm. So you go, you kind of feel things like sensory feeling things in in your mm-hmm. mind, and so that's the place that's it's an ideal time to kind of reprogram, so to speak, what you really want for yourself on mm-hmm. a deeper level. Like right now, it might be there's like a glitch in the system, you know, and you you think, for example, Diet Coke, like mm-hmm. you enjoy it, it creates this reward you know, in your mind, but really you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So we, so right, we can kind of like really tune in to what really matters to you, mm. why you don't want to do it, and then kind of straighten that out on a deeper level. So mm. then when you come out, you'll have this ability to be like, no, I don't want that. Mm. Like that isn't. She went on to softly voice a pretty beautiful visual representation for how hypnosis actually connects the conscious and unconscious parts of your brain. So I like to think of like the conscious mind, mm-hmm. which is that beta like state, what we're in right now. Mm-hmm. It's when they say like you use seven or 8% of your brain because mm-hmm. we're in that conscious waking state. When we go into the deeper relaxed states, the meditative states, the hypnotic states, that is like, it's like a drawbridge from your conscious to your unconscious. Mm-hmm. And it starts to cool, go cool, cool. down, you know, like if you think about a castle on a drawbridge, it starts yes. to go down and then when you're in that alpha theta state, then you open up to the castle, which is your subconscious mind, your imagination, your emotions, you know, the mm. deeper kind of substance. You are really training your mind to to see the irrelevance of those thoughts and therefore have, you know, a more kind of holistic kind of relationship with with your emotions and your mind, you know, and it's just very beneficial. And so with hypnosis, it's kind of like you bypass that conscious in in going to like the outer space of your mind. Outer space of my mind is honestly where I would like to exist at all times. So I was really excited to get started. And just a little warning, if you're operating heavy machinery or just like riding a bike right now, maybe finish the episode later. She's about to take me into a hypnosis state and I don't need you being hypnotized because you need to stop making my podcast about you, Carol. (laughs) 
This isn't about you. This is my show. As we got started, I was feeling a bit nervous about how much weight I had put onto this. But I took a beat right before Shauna walked me over to this old comfy chair and told me to start taking deep breaths. So I sat back and started breathing. So I want you to bring your right hand up and just focus in on it. Allow all your attention to focus in on your hand. Allow your peripheral vision to blur and relax as you focus in on your hand, becoming very aware of your hand and very slowly bringing it towards you, very slowly, very slowly, even slower, as you allow your unconscious mind to go inside, relaxing and releasing. As your conscious mind follows your instruction and brings your hand towards you, you can feel your eyes closing and relaxing, your eyes closed and relaxed, your eyelids heavy and relaxed. Very slowly allowing your unconscious mind to go inside as your hand very slowly falls back down to rest. And as I sat there, taking deep breaths, my anxieties all started to fade away. My conscious brain must have lost control while my subconscious started taking over because it felt like I was falling through a warm and inviting tunnel headed deep into the depths of my brain. And even though I wasn't thinking this at the time, now that I'm telling you about this, if I had to give you a visual of what I looked like, I would say I looked like a melting wax figure of Academy Award winner, Tilda Swinton. You've decided the time has come to let go of that old habit that no longer serves you. This is your decision and you are successful. Feel yourself tuning in to where that old stress or tension from that habit lives in your body. You might see it like a substance or energy. Just notice it as a color or however it makes sense in your mind. When you have a sense of that old habit in your body, you can let me know by nodding your head. Noticing that in your mind, you can give yourself whatever resource that you need. To transform, to let go, to move forward positively, clearing out even more, allowing your mind to move into a deeper space. And with Shauna's guidance, it was right around now that I started to see some kind of physical manifestation of Diet Coke. It was like I was floating in space. And off in the distance, there was a neon green swirling ball. But the ball wasn't a perfect sphere. Weird as hell. But when you're being hypnotized, you truly don't question a damn thing. Spirit. Breathing in that peacefulness. Just letting go. Enjoying your natural ability to focus in on what you really want. And strangely enough, that colorful sphere manifested as a golf ball. And so I set up a shot with that swirling ball at my feet and a golf club in my hand. You can feel your intention coming into alignment with your energy, with your ability to change, 
to move forward. And with a swing of the club, I hit that swirling green and purple ball and watched it soar out of my stomach and across a long field of nothingness, soaring, soaring, until eventually it was so far away and completely out of view. And after one of the most freeing subconscious moments of my life, where I was an iconic golfer with a sick-ass swing that shot my Diet Coke addiction into the ether, Shauna started pulling me back to Earth by counting down and slowly having me open my eyes to join her and Tracy back in this realm and in the studio, where I was just 10 minutes ago anxiously sitting in a chair thinking about how all of this would go. And then, when I did open my eyes, for real, I was genuinely confused with my surroundings. And what shook me the most was the fact that there were walls. Yep, I was shocked to see a wall. Here, listen for yourself. Right now I see the wall, and because I'm just so, I was so far away, and now I'm so here, so I can't, <laughs> I can't so. I'm so shocked that there's a wall there. <laughs> I'm just because I was so far away that I'm almost just so surprised that there's a wall in the door and you're here. Like, I almost was nervous to look because <laughs> I'm so far away. <laughs> well, welcome back. And then Shauna and I went more in depth about what it was that my subconscious showed me while I was in that meditative state. And what I realized was maybe that sphere was my mind's way of representing the Diet Coke addiction that lived inside of me. But here's a question. Why a golfer? I don't golf. Who knows? Maybe it's because I grew up in Westchester County with a bunch of privileged Polartec-wearing finance bros. But who cares? Regardless of the sport I was playing in the depths of my mind, it felt like I was forging a connection between my conscious and subconscious mind. Something that feels like it would have taken years of therapy to do. And even though I thought it was done, there was another exercise that Shauna took me through. This was a guided hypnosis that was all about connecting different versions of myself from disparate parts of my life. Something I never anticipated would happen in the session, but would later recognize as the most impactful part. So Shauna had me lay down on my back, close my eyes, and breathe. Deep breath in and exhale twice as long out. Noticing that in your mind, you control the physics. You can allow whatever sound around you or inside you to take you deeper into this resourceful place of moving forward positively. Experience yourself now intuitively rising up and moving forward. You might imagine a timeline of light and energy. Three, moving forward. Two, opening up. And one, feel yourself there in the near future, really doing well. Experience yourself doing well over the next days and weeks. Experience yourself now in a few months from now, really doing well. Move around your house, look into your refrigerator, your cabinets. Experience yourself out dining, hanging out, maybe on a boat. However it makes sense in your mind, feel yourself really enjoying feeling free. Enjoying healthy beverages. 
feeling that awareness, enjoying this alignment, just letting go. And feel the energy of your future self and your present self rising up and working together. Rising up, three, rising up, two, even higher, and one, feel yourself now dropping down into a time in the past when you could have used more support. A time that will help you to really clear out this old habit now. Feel yourself intuitively dropping down and being there with yourself in the past as if you're your own loved one or your own best friend. Just be there with yourself in that moment. By letting go of that old toxic chemical, you feel yourself now opening up to feeling healthier and even more confident, just being free. Experience yourself letting go and finding solutions. Feeling clear and healthy, one step at a time. As the last hypnosis ended, I opened my eyes, stretched, and then I walked outside to feel the sun on my face and re-enter this dimension. And it was then that I asked Tracy to record something because I didn't want to forget one of the most impactful and immediate takeaways that I needed to get off my chest. Okay. So I just finished the yeah. hypnosis. And the thing I want to tell you is during the first portion of the hypnosis, uh-huh. I had this like profound thing that was basically like, you came here as a joke. And this actually, the only way to get you, like my future self was like, hey Mike, the only way to get you here was to make it a joke. But now that you're here, that was my ploy to get you to actually do something that is important for you Mm. and means more than you know. But yeah, it really, it really resonated with me. And I, I don't feel like different right now. Like Mm -mm. I wouldn't be like, I'm walking through the world differently, but, but I'm interested to see what happens, what happens. This future self meets past self-reflection is one that would come up a bunch in the coming days. I left Tracy at the Metropolitan stop in Williamsburg and took the D train home wondering if that was it. Was I actually done with Diet Coke? Who knows, but for the day after the hypnosis, for the first time in a really long time, I didn't really think about it much, which made it much easier not to have it. But then I questioned my motives because I did make such a big deal about this. Was I abstaining from it for the story or did I really not want it? Either way, my first night without Diet Coke happened and I felt pretty fucking great. The next morning I woke up and I went to get coffee, came back to my computer, hopped on a Zoom call, putzed around in some Google Docs. And around lunchtime, I looked in the fridge at a half empty two liter that I left in there like a freak because I really wanted to test myself. And I thought, I don't need it. So I grabbed a seltzer. Later that night, when Andrew and I got set up to eat Chinese food and watch Selling Sunset, a perfect combo I highly recommend, Andrew was curious if I would cave. Day two, are you missing it? Are you craving it? Um, I... I'm not really craving it, to be honest. I feel like I don't need it. 
yeah, I actually feel pretty good. Day three, same thing. Besides a pretty shitty headache that made me leave drinks with a friend, but still, it didn't make me run home and guzzle a half liter I still had in the fridge. And it was at this point, I was wondering, am I not drinking Diet Coke because of my commitment to this bit? Or had the hypnosis actually worked? And did that even matter? The point is, me, Mike Kelton, the man with the crippling Diet Coke addiction, hadn't had a Diet Coke in three full days which might have been the longest I have ever gone without Diet Coke. And that's true and really sad. And I can't believe what I just said. Who am I? Day four, again, no diet. Day five, I recorded a trip to the fridge because I had an update. Okay, here we are. Day five. And I thought it might be fun to share with everyone that I am having a LaCroix. <laughs> Got your ass. That's right. Still no Diet Coke for five days, but five days is just five days. Would I want to Diet Coke in a week? Two weeks? A month? A year? And the thing that was crazy is that I had absolutely zero cravings for it. So I thought back to that moment where my addiction turned into that golf ball and I smacked that sucker. Could it be that that was all I needed to do? Subconsciously hit a golf ball into nothingness? And before I knew it, a month had gone by. One month turned into two and I stayed clean. And about three months in, something happened. I was home alone, watching my witch shows on net, The Witcher, highly recommend, waiting for my delivery order with some Chinese food and a club soda. But what came in the bag was a mistake. It was a sneaky can of Diet Coke. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, it would be so funny if I just decided to start drinking Diet Coke again because it came in my delivery bag as a mistake. But then I remembered. I remembered what I told Tracy in Williamsburg immediately following the session. I told her that my future self said that I needed to start this journey as a joke to find out what was genuinely good for me. And that reminded me of a particular part in the session where Shauna had my future self come down to comfort my younger self as if I was my own best friend. And here comes the aha moment. Staring at that sneaky can of Diet Coke, I realized that this silly little addiction, the swirling green ball, was actually a crutch created by a younger version of myself. A crutch that I no longer needed in this new juncture of my life. I'm not saying I'm not still a huge fucking blast at 36, hun, But I am saying that there was a part of me that used to hide behind a bit or a joke because I frankly wasn't confident enough to do what was actually best for me in the moment. And sometimes, even though this is embarrassing to admit, I would let stuff go wrong because I knew that it would be a funny story to tell. Well, welcome to my therapy. But that's not entirely who I am anymore. And as silly as this sounds, this soft drink really felt like part of my personality for so long. But now I can recognize that it's not anymore. And that decision is actually 
fully up to me. So, if it is up to me, (laughs) I bet you're wondering if I have had a Diet Coke since July of 2022. And while I would love to tell you, I think it might be more fun if Andrew does it for me. It pains me to say, but no, you have not. (laughs) Bam! And you know what tastes better than Diet Coke, babe? Sweet, sweet victory. Goodbye. This episode of Beyond with Mike Hilton was brought to you by Mike Hilton Productions, presented by Happy Buddha Hemp. Executive produced by Mike Hilton, Tracy Soren, and Alex Ramsey. Directed by Tracy Soren. Editing by Molly Mary O'Brien. Written by Mike Kelton. Additional writing by Tracy Soren. Sound design and studio engineering by Brian Flaherty. Music and theme song by Henry Kapersky. Theme song vocals performed by Catherine Thomas. Beyond with Mike Kelton thanks Forever Dog Productions for their continued support. And of course, Mike thanks all of his spirit guides, crystals, and honestly, Key Lime LaCroix for making this season possible. 